T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Be Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Uh, my guy Ben Standing from The Athletic DC, BCC Baron forever. Uh, about to join us. I wanted to read this. This is from Tim Younger, Derek Carr's agent. Says, Derek's tenure with the Raiders effectively is finished. Relationships do end, but as is the case here, a treasure of memories and friendships remain, along with a very special bond with his fans. These won't end. It's wild. This joint is over. To help us break that down and the search for a new offense coordinator is our guy, Ben Standing on the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. You can get free access to BetQL by downloading the, the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Benny Boy, what's going on, man? How you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing all right. I, I hadn't seen that uh, that Derek Carr news from his agent. So, yeah, I figured it was ending, but that kind of uh, makes it clear. It's over. Um, I mean, let's start there because that's certainly the, the biggest breaking news of the day. What do you think about the commanders making a run at Derek Carr? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I, I, you know, being busy with the team we have, it's not like I watched all the Raiders games. Clearly, they were disappointing this year. I know it wasn't just about the quarterback. So I guess I would be wondering, you know, to what degree did Derek Carr fade off? I know there's been some sense that he didn't have his his best year. The numbers were down, yeah. We lose Ben. Sounds like it. I'm gonna throw him on hold, Landfill. Maybe just make sure he's uh, he's there. Um, that was, uh, you know, I feel like things were moving. Like we were, we were watching a movie and there's about to be a sex scene and it just the cable cut, cut out. Yeah. They, had, they knew it had people in the room. All right. Let's see if we can get Ben back on the line. Um, if you just are looking at the numbers and, and I don't think you only want to look at numbers, especially when there's a coaching change, Derek Carr this year, 15 starts, the team was six and nine completed 60.8% of his passes. B, the, the two, listen to this. Listen to this drop-off. The previous four seasons for Derek Carr, mm-hmm. 68.9%, 70.4%, 67.3%, 68.4%. That dropped all the way to sixty point eight. That's See, a big drop. When it drops to sixty point eight, it's more than Derek Carr. I mean, I look at the fact that his his tight end was hurt for some time. Yeah, but they did get Devontae Adams. Yeah, they did get Devontae Adams, but that's one player. But if, but it comes down to blocking. And I think when we look at we look at the um, the, the 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 player, we look at the the percentages. That comes down to pressure as well. Totally. It's not just the quarterback. Uh, we got Ben back now. Ben Standing from the Athletic joins us. Uh, Standing, we were talking about what you think of Derek Carr and the commanders maybe making a run at him. Yeah, I was just uh, going to say that he'll be on the surface, I would say, better and maybe significantly better 
than the options that will be available to teams in free agency. So the, the question will be you know, how much you want to spend, both in terms of salary and picks to, to make this happen. Obviously, Washington just went down this route last year with Carson Wentz. It didn't work out, you know, needless to say. Uh, I, I wouldn't let that preclude me from making that deal, but I think from Washington's perspective, this is where they're going to have to look at the whole thing. Do you want Derek Carr, even if it means, say, losing a Deron Payne and maybe not being able to spend as much money somewhere else? Or do you say, you know what, we don't want to go that right. We're going to go relatively cheap at quarterback, build up the rest of it. Um, I think Carr is interesting, but I would need to know more. You know, I heard Beamish saying, you know, was it the blocking? Um, Darren Waller was out for a while. Hunter Renfro was out for a while. Their defense was a mess. So how much of it was on Derek Carr versus not? And I think that's what the homework would would, would have to uh, let me know before I would really pursue that. I mean, if they hadn't given up two two picks last last year uh, and then completely barring, um, let's call him Fitzpatrick the year before, I'll be willing to go trade for somebody. But I think the trade thing is what I'm shying away from. I don't have a problem with going to sign somebody. If Derek Carr is free and you can go sign him, go sign him. But what? signing him and giving up picks? That's a little weird to me. Well, and Stanley, you're wired in around the league. Do you think they work out a trade, or do you think he hits free agency? I mean, because here's what I know. The Raiders aren't going to have him on their roster come March 15th when the new league year opens. Like, I mean, they, they stand to save a ton of money on the cap by really, by moving on here one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they – I mean, yeah, so, so Wentz is gone. I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to want to make a trade or not. We obviously didn't get a lot of information out of them the other day at the, <laughs> at the press conference. Um, you know, I, I, I think – so here's the thing, right? If we were just talking holistically how would an organization go about things, you maybe would say, look – Let's go. We we've got Sam Howell. He looked pretty interesting. Let's you know, whether it's Taylor Heineke or some other quarterback at that level. What if we go that route? See what maybe we have at Howell at some point. Build up, keep the Ron Payne, at, you know, upgrade the offensive line, and go from there. The problem is Ron Rivera is going to his fourth year. He's yet to have a winning record. Can he really take a slow path? Like can he take a building path? I don't I don't know if that's conceivable, right? So he's kind of probably want to get somebody in here that can get going. I don't think you could just say, well, we'll go with Sam Howell and hope. I, I think that would be for him specifically. I think that would be a bit of a risk. And I don't know, you know, clearly, even if the owner was not distracted with his own situation, his advice has not been great over the years. So I don't know that I, to me, it seems like they would go the veteran route one way or the other, but the question will be the uh, getting a car. And by the way, I mean, I think the other component here is money to spend, forget salary cap. I don't know. I'm curious about their budget. That both Rivera and Martin Mayhew mentioned the word budget the other day in that press conference. I've never heard that term before here, meaning how much money they actually have to spend. Because I do think there's obviously a lot of questions, both mm-hmm. in terms of Dan Snyder's cash flow in general, having bought out all his partners, things like that. And what does he want to do now with the team potentially being sold? Does he want to add more money to the books? What does that do for potential buyers, whatever? So. I think that's something to consider with this as well. I think when you talk about potential quarterbacks, uh, they had a press conference the other day, and they stressed that they want to run the ball two times more than they run, than they pass it. You think quarterbacks that like throwing the football are thinking about, oh, I'll, I'll go there. I'll be willing to trade to go there. Or you think they're going to shy away from coming here? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that is a bit overstated to an extent. I mean, you, right, you would think if, you, if you're going to trade for Derek Carr, you're not going to just be – 
purely you know run run to heavy. I think that the two to one statement was overstated from what I was told. They really just meant that in the last game they ran the ball more than they had in some other games, and that that was their sort of general formula. Of course, when you're leading, right, you're going to run the more. You at least have the opportunity to run more, and they were leading in that game uh, throughout. But I do think, to your point, though, if they truly – it's like all in, we really want to be a true run-heavy team, well, then you shouldn't necessarily have to go out and spend a ton of money for a a quarterback. Find somebody – I'm not saying this is easy, but find somebody who has – a, a big arm that can make the play action throws. I mean, we saw a little bit of that with Hal the other day, and go in that direction. If, if he's more, if it's going to be more of a complimentary piece than the leading piece, then you know you don't have to go out and spend all that money, both in terms of cash, the salary cap, as well as picks. But look, I mean, there's only 32 of these jobs, so if somebody is, you know, it, depending on who we're talking about, but somebody who's going to be available, I don't think they would turn Washington down based on the notion of that they want to run more. I asked both of y'all, okay, what what do you think will get this team more success quicker? Going out and getting the quarterback that's going to cost $40 million or more, but don't you can't really improve the line like talking about, or go get you an offensive line, have a quarterback, as you just stated, can play action pass and improve the running game, since that's what they want to do. Your defense has shown that they have great promise. If you go, which would be the quickest success? Going to what they said or going out here trying to do that not improving the line, but still going to get a quarterback and spending all that money. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, well, the analogy I always use is a few years ago I was I did some remodeling in my house, and everybody was telling me, remodel the kitchen. If you remodel the kitchen, that will bump up your value of your house more than anything else you can do. That's how I view the offensive line. The offensive line will make everything else better because, it'll, obviously, it'll put holes for running backs. It gives the quarterback time. It doesn't work the other way. You can have a great quarterback. But if you have no line and he has no time to look, then you're devaluing what you're trying to get out of that player anyway. Same thing with the receivers, right? You can't, you know, they certainly have really good receivers, but if the quarterback has no time to find them, then, you know, that's not great. And Brian Robinson, he was really good this year, but it's not like he was running through these, like, gaping holes. He was just taking three, four tacklers at a time. So It wasn't a lot yeah, of explosive me, stuff either. Yeah. Right, right. So, to me, the offensive line is absolutely – where I would spend, even if that meant, and I don't mean this with disrespect, but even if that meant I go back with Heineke and Howell or somebody, like I said, uh, you know, pick your guy, Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton, whoever that kind of guy is, that to me, to your point, would be that would be the quicker way because the line will make it easier for everybody else. All right. So, listen, I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of anything here, but it seems like I, I, I would say – at least a 50% chance that this is kind of a lame duck year for the entire organization, right? As they go through a, a ownership transition. Like, I mean, does 50% seem like a fair, like, I think there's at least a 50% chance that that happens. Mm-hmm. Does that seem fair? If not even That's conservative, fair. Benny, does that sound about right for an ownership change? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think- not just an ownership change, but that this is a lame duck year that, a new owner comes in in June or July, and they just kind of run out the yeah. string on this thing. And, and this time next year, it's a it's a full reboot. Yeah, I, I think that's probably reasonable. I mean, even if the earliest is like March, you know, when the owners' meetings is, even if a transition uh, happened right there, you, know, you still would already be through free agency. 
the draft will be right there. Like, it would be probably unlikely unless it's like a Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson situation where the guy has a strong feeling. But, yeah, other right. than that, I agree. It's probably but a just, in year. general, we're, we're probably there's probably at least a coin flip that this is a reboot next year anyway. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, 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 am, I am I'm, I'm proposing a theory here. And you tell me to go pound sand if you want. I haven't loved watching a college quarterback like Caleb Williams since Joe Burrow. I mean, Caleb Williams looks like the absolute real deal in such a man in such a variety of ways. Does anybody hate the idea of whether it's Heineke or Bridgewater or Brissett or whoever that may be, but it's Howell and Brissett for talking sake, mm-hmm. and it's an open competition in camp, and if it goes poorly and you go 3-14, and 14, you might get the one overall pick and take Caleb Williams. Yeah, but this team is just that point where they will not go 3-13. and 13. They're going to go 7 and something or 8 and something. And they're going to be right in the middle, and Caleb Williams is going to be going to somebody that's playing against them. I'm just well, saying, also, like, I, I don't mind the bottoming out for next year. But the thing about it, if you go with a Howell or a Heineke, that drive inside of them is a little bit too much for them to be sitting around just BSing. And their defense is so good. We saw Justin it. Fields was electric. The Bears yeah. got the number one overall pick. Now, the defense might be too good to bottom they out. They got the number one overall pick because somebody else basically screwed it. Okay, but they were going to have the second overall pick. Still, but I don't think this team is going to get there. Well, also, I would just say that the Bears made moves to help that out, right? They traded away. Yeah, they got Clark's rid of people. They traded Robert Quinn. But also, the, the, the answer to your question, who would be upset by this, Unless he's getting an extension, the, the person would be Ron Rivera. Sure. Because if they go 3-13 and 13 or 3-14, and 14, I don't disagree with you, but he's definitely getting fired at that point, unless the new owner comes in and buys whatever they're selling about why they shouldn't do it. But, you know what I mean? Like, that would be the issue. And this is where not having a separate general manager is an issue or and or just an ownership, even if Dan Snyder wasn't selling, an ownership that – you know, had a had a vision and wasn't just sort of reactionary as it feels like they've been throughout his tenure. Or so that I, I I with you, JP. I, I I can't stand being in the middle. You know, I cover or pay attention to the Wizards. Uh, that's what's been their whole mo for years. It's insane in some of these cases, but yeah, that's the problem. Unless you give Ron Rivera an extension, I just don't know how that's going to happen. Even if you plan on going to get Caleb, Caleb Williams, you need to have an offensive line in place when you get him here. <laughs> so True. You, you're gonna have to improve your offensive line next year, which means that that running game gets a little better, and the play and pass gets better. So I don't think you can end up getting that that bad of a record at that point. Well, um, Benny, but before we let you run, dude, the, the reason I wanted you on today, and then this Derek Carr thing kind of explodes, but I wanted to talk about the story you wrote: thirteen potential uh, OC names. If you can, just run us through the thirteen from what's realistic to what probably ain't happening. Yeah, I, I just try to break it down into different categories. This is more just looking at the field and seeing who might make sense, or maybe if they if they go completely outside the box. You know, if you're talking Ron Rivera, you got to talk former Carolina coaches, right? Mike Shula was the offensive coordinator for that Super Bowl team that Ron had. He's currently an assistant up with Buffalo, so I, I think that and would a be total, something like that's fake assistant, like assistant head coach, offensive. I like my offensive right. viewer or something. Right, 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 right. I mean, I think a lot of coordinators when, are going to potentially shy away from this if they have options because they don't know how long Ron will be here. Based on Shula's title, I don't know that that would be a hindrance there. So that was one example 
on that front. Um, obviously, you know, Ken Zampezi would be the internal choice. He's been a coordinator in the past, but that didn't work out too well. So to me, that doesn't seem the best option, but obviously he would be considered. Um, and, and then, you know, you have the, you know a, a bunch of other names. I, I think one name is interesting. I'm curious what, what, what Brian thinks is, uh, is Eric Bieniemy. Now, it makes no sense on the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, why this guy's been trying to get a head coach. Why would you take a lateral job and go away from Mahomes and Andy Reid? But I think part of the issue with Bieniemy, I'm sure there are other factors as well as to why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. But I think one of them has got to be he's not a play caller because Andy Reid is. He would have that here. Andy Reid and Ron Rivera are obviously very tight. Rivera seems to revere whatever Andy Reid says. I don't know. It seems like it could make some sense. Again, Bieniemy might have better options than this. But like, so I think that's another name. And then you know, there's guys like. Uh, Pat Shermer, Mike McCoy, who've been coordinators before. And I kind of think Rivera's not going to go somebody with training wheels. He wants somebody who's done this before because he's going to need a quick jump start to get things going. Yeah, I think – and the thing about it, I had a conversation with Andy, a personal conversation. He told me, he said, man, they say he, uh, Eric doesn't call plays, and Eric calls plays. So, I mean, that's the whole thing. And I listen to everybody that calls the games. The first thing they say when a play happens, they immediately go to Andy Reid. I even believe there's a lot of people that, you know, I listen to media a lot, and they purposely do that because that keeps him from getting the damn job. But if the head coach is saying the man calls plays, I have to believe he's calling plays. But the whole thing, I, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I will stay right there in Kansas City and be an offensive coordinator till the cows come home before I come here and be an offensive coordinator. It's too much going on there. He comes here and he has a bad season, then guess what he does? He goes off the face of the earth because that what will happen is they'll immediately say it was all Andy, nothing to him, and all the other stuff that whatever possibly out there will hold him back. He'll never get a head coaching job. I, I sure. wouldn't leave I, unless it was for a head coaching job. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, why? It, it, you know, obviously, it just depends on to what level of degree, what feedback he's gotten from teams as to what the uh, you know why he hasn't gotten a job yet. Um, but again, I understand it goes way beyond just uh, what we're talking about here, but. Um, yeah, I, look, I, that, that doesn't make ton of sense, but if we're going to go sort of, you know, let's get crazy, that, that, that's the one for me that, that, that kind of goes there. Uh, Benny, tell everybody where to find your work and Twitter and cat pictures on Instagram, all of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the athletic, uh, at Ben Standing on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, always, uh, you know, one day my goal is to, you can find me on the Wikipedia page for famous uh, BCC alumni like JP, but, you know, we're not there yet. It's a low bar, dude. It's a low bar. Um, Benny, thank you for the time, bud. Hi, well, man. It's weird. I see you every day during football season, and now I won't see you for like two months. Uh, it's very you weird. You know what he's saying? He misses life. you, Ben. Maybe I miss He just you. didn't want to say it. Maybe You know what, Ben? I miss you. He already. came in this morning and said, Ben, I miss Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the I, time, I, I believe it. See you guys. That's our guy, Ben Standing. Mm-hmm. Give him a follow at Ben Standing. Check out his podcast, Standing Room Only. Um, I'm prepared to do something. There is a 10% chance. Something wrong or, bad, or right? I, I'm prepared to open the phone lines. There's a 10% chance somebody calls in, but I don't think it's happening. So, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Do you want Derek Carr or are you burned by the veteran quarterback brigade? Don't go in. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What cheesy 90s movie was this song in? Definitely in one. Uh, my guy Burgundy Blog. Nobody takes more Twitter sabbaticals than my guy Burgundy Blog. Just tweeted out. Foolish to spend money and picks on car when you have a guy with Howell's ceiling on a rookie deal. You could disagree about Howell's ceiling, if Howell's the guy, all that. My point is, I don't believe in this staff to identify the right quarterback. And some of that is people didn't want to come here, whatever it was. If, if, if Derek Carr becomes a free agent is one thing. But if you're trading more assets for a guy... After you just traded assets for a guy, just gets harder and harder to make it work. Man. I mean, you better hit it. Like, it's just like the season is. They they do things so, in such a uh, way to where they put themselves in a position where they have to be damn near perfect. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, right now, you, his, you can't miss again. Because what, the next time, the next owner, whether here or anywhere else, is going to say, I don't know if that guy can handle the job. And, and, and add to that, they're going to release Carson. That's 26 mil on the cap. It's going to cost you 40 to sign Carr. I and mean, you get to spread it out. Like, I get all these things. But if you're going to pay a quarterback quarterback money, he better be really good. Because otherwise, you're dedicating 15, 20% of your salary cap to a player that's kind of good. That's how you kind of screw yourself. Phone lines are lit up. 800 636 1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines. Do you want Derek Carr? Let's start with my man. Cody is in Manassas. What up, Code Mode? Hey, what's up, JP? What's up, B-Mitch? What's up, brother? Uh, you know, I just feel like we're kind of stuck in a loop here. Um, no veteran free agent quarterback in their right mind is going to want to come sign with this organization in the, in the way that it stands right now. So I'm, I'm taking Hal. I'm letting him ride out for the next year, see what he's got, see if we can't build around him, but – I'm over trading for a veteran. Look at Russell Wilson and the Broncos and the situation they're in right now, and it's not looking too pretty over there. So I appreciate you guys taking my call. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you listening. Uh, My guy Carlos on Twitter says, Carr is good. There's no problem there, but we've signed so many veteran quarterbacks after Cousins that it's just time to go with a young guy. Hmm. You can't. 
operate in a manner where you can't go after veterans anymore because it's gone bad. Like if if you're dating, if you're young and in your 20s and you're dating and you go on 10 bad dates, you got to keep dating, right? Yeah. You got to try to find the Don't one. Don't just quit. The commanders have to still find the one, but you got to wonder if it's time to try to find something else. If you go on if you use one app and you go on 10 bad dates from that app, Try a new app. Yeah, if you keep going to the same spot, get the same people, and all of them act the exact same, guess what? That's your problem. Go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> Try something new. If every, if you're a young woman and you go to the same bar every weekend and you meet nothing but deadbeats that don't have a job and are asking you to pay their cell phone bill, go to a different bar. Well, I could just say that after a while, it's you. It ain't the other people because you keep picking the same type. Common denominator. Um, I got Vince is an Akakik. Vince, what's up, bud? Vince, what's up, brother? What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? We're good, man. So, um, clearly, we can't go with the veteran quarterback route because that situation, like with Peyton Manning, works because Peyton Manning comes to a Broncos team that is completely and sealed up, signed, delivered, and all they need is a quarterback. We're not that team. Uh, Sam Howell is on a rookie deal. Not only is he on a rookie deal, he's on a fifth-round rookie deal. The, the the window where you get lucky and you get that you get that Super Bowl long window is when you get that quarterback who's on that rookie deal who outperforms his rookie deal so that you can continue to put a plethora of of of, of riches around him. That's the route we should be going. And like you said, JP, us to cultivate a system for a quarterback. I mean, we don't even know who the OC is. I, that that's not the move for us. We need to stay put with what we have. Under Ron Payne, Cam Curl. Uh, Thanks for the call, bud. I think you, I think you cut off there. Um, I, I'm not. I, Derek Carr's a good player. I'm not trying to knock Carr. And yeah. if he's a really accurate passer, and then the entire offense changes and his numbers dip a lot, I'm not putting that all on Carr. I think what happens is this: you get a veteran quarterback coming in, and they are used to something. That coach, that an offensive coordinator, he has to be willing to adapt whatever he's doing to what this guy has been doing forever. You're not going to get this guy because he's something else. You're going to get him because of what he has done. And the best way to keep that continuity going, you take that dude and you sit him down and you make him to regurgitate everything he's ever seen, everything he's ever done. And then you 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 form your offense to that. Listen, man, most of these offenses are the exact same damn crap, okay? But people have – some people have one play with 14 words. Some people have one play with 21 words. Some have it with six. So they always talk about their offense. All of them are running the same damn plays. So you got to find a way to make it easier for that quarterback. Because ultimately, if I'm going to spend $40 million on it, I'm not trying to make him do some crap I'm thinking about. I'm going to have him do what he's been doing great. You think when Tom went down there, Byron said, hey, I'm going to make you do everything that I got new. No, they sat down and came up with a game plan. Well, like, as complicated as everybody's system is, right? Mm-hmm. You, you played the game at a really high level. The, the highest level. Is there more than one route tree that receivers run? No. Are, they they made some adaptations off sure, of it. Sure, and you do it differently depending and, on what coverage yeah. you see. But a seven is a seven. A seven is a seven. A nine, a nine, is, nine, is, a nine. is a nine. A nine has been a nine since I was six. Yo, yo since the dawn of time. <laughs> you know, if they, if I go in any offense and, they, and, and the play says 619, 495. I know that somebody is running the damn nine. And once <laughs> once I know you go XYZ, then I know who's running what. Has, 
Had the gaps on the left side of the offensive line always been one three five, one three five, and seven. two four six on the other it side? Like, exactly like some, that. Like yo, things can be incredibly complicated, and I'm not trying to to dumb down what NFL offenses do because so much of it is predicated on what a quarterback identifies at the line of scrimmage. Like, there's a reason they try to identify the Mike linebacker, right? Because they're trying to identify where that guy is, what kind of coverages they're playing, and where the hell the safeties are going. Mm -hmm. But quarterbacks see where those safeties are going, and that almost dictates everything that's going to happen on the play. 100. So, like, that happens here. That happens in Seattle. That happens in Phoenix. Like, all the teams are doing the same stuff. It's just your terminology. Baker Mayfield left Cleveland. Then he went to Carolina. He walked into L.A., okay? Walked in L.A. basically 48 hours or less before a game played. And the guy went on the football field and produced. Why? Because all of it is the same crap. You just got to understand what the analogies are. And we, 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 we just like to say, when you, when, if you're a mechanical engineer, for the most part, the mechanical engineers fall into any engineering phase out there. And they can try to do, they basically do most of the stuff. Why? Because it's like the, the, the base of all of it. Okay? Just like if I'm in a football offense, I don't have to go there and, and just destroy everything I've learned to learn this new one. I basically have to come in and understand what's your concept. Okay? Scram in offenses that I ran was free release. Scat was I check and then I go out. I got to Andy Reid. Scram was a... Uh, to check and go out, but then scat was our free release. So once I understand the concept, anytime he calls scat, I got a scram mindset. My old school scram mindset, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. When he called scram, I immediately thought about scat mindset. Then about three months into it, I didn't have to think about the old school stuff anymore. But people, it's offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, who talk about how difficult their offenses are. And if I'm an owner and somebody comes to me and tells me how difficult his offense is, I'm like, listen, man, the first time I see our guys not running the plays right, I'm firing your ass. Because if it's too difficult for your guys, then guess what? It's too difficult. Let's hit a couple more of these phone calls. My guy Kevin is in Stafford. Kevin, what's up, man? Hey, how y'all doing today? What up, brother? We're good, dude. Hey, look. Daggone, uh, I hate to say it, but to me, if they try to sign Carr, that's just a job-saving move for Ron Rivera because he's trying to save his job. So he's going to make some desperate moves like he did with Carson Wentz when he should have been building a team from day one. You know what I mean? And he made a bunch of bad personnel decisions, and now he's in a, in a situation where he's going to have to make some kind of crazy move to try to save his job. So I don't think the team will get better with Carr. I really don't. So you might as well stick with Sam Howell. If you get a new owner, like you all said earlier, Ron is probably out anyway if he has another bad season. So why would you let him commit those type of resources to, to Carr? Thanks, man. You're, you're not wrong. All right. Appreciate you, Kev. Um, phone lines are lit up. Let's go one more. Lou in D.C. Lou, what up? What up, J.P., B. Mitch? What's going on? What's up, brother? How you We're doing, good, man? buddy. Good, good. That's good to hear. Um, I'm saying no because – I'm pretty sure you guys said on this that this team got a bunch of holes that they need to, they need to address. And I felt like, you know, whatever, you know, I, I'll take Howe and, and if Heineke, if they, do, if they decide to bring him back, I'll keep those two till next season. And then if we happen to stink and go with the draft, like you say, Caleb Williams from, you know, local guy, if we happen to, you know, 
would be like the Chicago Bears or, or Houston. I, 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 you know, that's what I would do. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trusting like you guys mentioned. I'm not trusting Ron, man, because he's he's a liar, man. I can't trust this guy. There's a lot of a, a lot of things that, that that that's wrong with this team. So they need to address that, uh, fix up the O line, and uh, you know, sign a linebacker, things like that, or use that money instead of bringing a quarterback with no offensive line. So that's what I think. I don't know about you guys, but that's that's how I feel about it. So that's what I would do instead of bringing a big time uh, quarterback with no O line. So. That's my take on it. Appreciate you guys taking my call, man. Appreciate hey, you, Lou. Um, we're going to keep the phone lines going. Listen, if it was up to me, and it's not, I wouldn't call Derek Carr. You know who I would call? Paul Henry and Paul Henry's window installation. I've worked with him for years now. He's done redone all the windows in my house, all the doors in my house. Does a fantastic job as to completely change around my porch. And working with him, you get incredible service. High, high-level professionalism and very fair pricing. And if you want even better pricing, call Paul this month. You get 100 bucks off windows, five-window minimum, up to $500 off doors. B, I know you've had a ton of success. Yeah, I'm going to stick to the service. Paul comes out, and they do a great job. You know, a lot of people come to your house, and they just drag it on, drag it on, drag it on. No, they're not doing that. They have a lot of places to go, so they come in, they do your job, and they do it fast, and they do it correctly the first time. You don't have to get them to come in and then keep calling them back. Paul handles his business. They come in. They said if they said they gonna be finished on a Wednesday. They may be finished Tuesday. You know, they told me they'll be finished Friday. They will finish Wednesday. My house. And they went over to JP house and finished his quick. The thing about it, when you have someone coming in, you want them to have a do a quick and efficient job and do it right. And I would I would vouch for Paul Henry's window installation. They do that every time they come about. If you want to get some windows now, call Paul right now for one hundred dollars off windows with a five window minimum and up to five hundred dollars off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today and tell him B. Mitchell Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com, your clear home improvement choice. Who's going to FedEx Field next week? Is it open just to the public? I don't know. Right? Like, I, I, Listen. Like, doesn't it make sense Gammon, to have it going to attract many people, many places. I don't know how attractive that's going to be going to that, Jeff, that stadium in the middle. There. In the middle, it's just the middle of a week. <laughs> Jeff, you live over there. You live like what, ten minutes from FedEx Field, or I guess your old house. Your new place might be further. Yeah. How far is it now? About thirteen minutes. Okay, thirteen minutes. <laughs> Would you go to FedEx to place a bet with all of the options you have to place bets? Not at all. Yo, I mean, let's say you live relatively close to FedEx Field. Isn't MGM National Harbor that much cl- like? It's not that far, right? If it's ten minutes that one way, it's ten minutes the other way. Nah, 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 nah. MGM is uh, further than the... 15, the 20 minutes? About 25, 30. Okay, so that's a little further. But, dude, if you're... <laughs> but when you go over to MGM, you know you got entertainment. Right. Yeah. Right now, uh, unless they're building other stuff around it, because you have a 60-something, 70-something seat stadium that you have nothing going on when it's not a game. They got offices over there. I, the one thing I know about the gamblers, gamblers love to gamble, but they want to drink, they want to eat, they want to be entertained. What else is going to be put over there? Because you're going to have to put some extra stuff. Is that, no, you know what? I If I had to guess what it'll be like, do you remember? Would it be like, like Nass Park right here? Yeah, but at least there's like restaurants and stuff. Do you remember, it was during COVID when the, the sports book at Capital One Arena first opened. 
And at first it was a William Hill. Now I think it's a Caesars. Yeah. But, yo, it was COVID, so everything's closed. But that was open, and they had kiosks, and they had windows. But it's in the middle of the city. Right, but there was nothing open. It was, like, creepy over there. It was like a ghost town. Yeah. Now it's booming. I think FedEx is going to be I, – I can't imagine anybody – Yo, I'm uh, saying if they, were, if, be, if they were putting more entertainment right around the building, I would say it's going to be great. But be, there is not a lot right there within walking distance. And it's Maryland where you can use the apps. Hmm. I, I think about MGM. I think on game days. It I makes think about sense. MGM. I think about uh, um, Maryland Live. You think about all the, uh, in the place in Baltimore is at the Horseshoe, but they have stuff right around it. That and even in the places going up over here at the uh, the soccer stadium. Yeah, you know, but it's still restaurants around here. It's nothing around there, uh, but it's on other. It's stuff Jeff, around. How, it, how many but minutes it's, away? You got to jump in your car field? and drive away. That's tough. I'm probably about like literally about 13 minutes from FedEx. Where is the other if you wanted to go to a sports book to place a bet and not use an app, it will that be the closest place to you? No. What would be closer? The one right here in Navy Yard. Um what's this? The, the MGM, MGM. In Nats Park? Yeah, yeah. Nats Park. That's okay. the closest one. Is there any scenario you're going to FedEx Field to put a bet in if you're not at a commander's game or a concert or whatever you would be there for? Not at all. Right, they must be building. They, they must have plans. They must have plans to build other stuff to be able to get the the foot traffic, because right now you have to drive there, but B to do anything. Go? Building that stuff takes time and shovels and, and and construction equipment. They ain't building it before the end of the week. Maybe you get some food uh, trucks. I don't know. Landfill, what would it take to get you to FedEx Field, not on a Commanders game day, to place a bet? A lot of cash. They have to pay you to come put a $5 bet in? So many free bets. <laughs> It'd be so many free bets. Um, all right, back to Derek Carr. Field Yates from ESPN. This is interesting information. If a team were to trade for Derek Carr, here is what that team would owe him based on his current deal. 2023, $33 million cap hit. 2024, you ready, B? You sitting down? $42 million cap hit. 2025, $41 million cap hit. That's the going rate for quarterback. Honestly, this year is kind of the bargain at 33. Yeah, but it's going rate for quarterback. I mean, that's right. the ultimate thing. It's going up as those years go on. So if he comes in and he plays, that's something. He doesn't play, that's a problem. And normally when people come here, what they do, they don't play. So. This is from my boy, Mr. My the guys that run Mr. Relevant, my guy Jamie Mottram. Uh, he says, after Wentz, Fitzpatrick, and Alex Smith, all in the past five years, I think we as a fan base are extremely out on acquiring someone else's middling veteran quarterback. Mm. Take a cup. Yeah, we're hot in Manassas today, baby. Ben is in Manassas. Benny, what up? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my phone call. Yeah, Hello, thanks man. for calling, man. I, I got a perfect question for you. I mean, perfect scenario. Right now, you don't draft the quarterback. You keep Heineke and you keep uh, uh, Hal. Let Hal play it out. Get him an offensive line to draft this year. Pick up everybody you need. And next year, when a new coach comes in and Riverboat Ron is out the door, you bring in your new coach and you let him draft the quarterback, and we go from there. All right. Thanks for the call, man. I, I... That, that sounds like a great plan for the new ownership. I don't know if a coach wants to go through that knowing that, that right. 
his his uh well also his, need, also his need, fate would be out, but coaches get paid. You also unlike need to get the new ownership first. Yeah. Uh more Manassas. Mike is in Manassas. Mike, talk to me. Hey guys. Um first of all I uh got a bone to pick. JP quit stealing my ideas. I'm the one that called on the, after the conference call and said you go with Hal and then you go hard after Caleb Williams if it doesn't work out. All right, it's uh, Mike's idea, you, Landfill. Write that down. And and if you wanted it to be a running team, why did you draft Jahan Dotson? So anyway, um, I want to expand on that a little bit. Here's what they do. I think the defensive ends did a good job um, when Young was out. What you do is you trade Young, but the key is whatever you do, you get a first-round draft pick next year. So you have two number ones, so you can move up to get Caleb Williams. Um, I don't, I you know, I'd get as much as you can, but the key has to be a number one next year. And then also, um, I also called up in the preseason talking about how I didn't trust these guys with quarterbacks because all they did was get Cam Newton once, and then their backups were Kyle Allen, who we went and gave fifth round draft pick for who you know washed out here washed out in dallas and then the third part is i am so sick and tired of hearing uh ron talk about player development you draft christian holmes in the seventh round and he gets on the field for for a game that's not developing developing is getting like antonio gates as a college basketball player and turning into the greatest tight end ever um getting a quarterback running quarterback at a small louisiana town turning him into one of the best return men ever to play the game who's that and a third down uh, never heard of that guy (laughs) yeah mike thank you for the call brother i hear what you're saying we gotta run thank you to mike in manassas how about this for tailgate ted uh tailgate ted tells me he's 15 minutes from fedex field and 20 minutes from caesars at capital one arena i would go to caesars because they have the guy fieri restaurant and more options in the area and nobody loves fedex field more than tailgate ted I'm, I'm just saying, but, but you got to realize it's not people love to bet, but they want other things around them to be to right. entertain them. You, you know, and right now, there's nothing to really entertain you there. Down the road, where that could, where the sports book at FedEx Field makes sense, when they put all that development in, they got what a, a billion dollars. The state of Maryland's going to develop downtown Largo and all that. That'll be a cool spot to have a yeah, sports book. They want to really put the stadium in Virginia, though. but it ain't now. Do not go anywhere. When we return, my friend Jennifer Lee Chan covers the 49ers for NBC Sports Bay Area. Let's talk Niners. It's a serious situation out there with the weather, and are they the team to beat in the NFC? You're listening to me, Mitch Finley. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.